All right. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we can come to you, Lord, with any question we have. I know my heart is full of questions, and you are a great big God, and you can handle our questions, and you can give us direction. And so we ask for exactly that today, Father, that you would give us some direction as we ask the question, does prayer change your mind? Give us ears, Lord, to hear the message that your spirit would speak to your church today. Give us a heart to receive it. We love you and we come to you now with hearts wide open. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, for the past few weeks we've been working through this sermon series called I'm Glad You Asked. And we've been trying to tackle some of the tough questions that we hear about the Christian life. Today's question is seriously a toughie. And it's this, does prayer change God's mind? Now, Pastor Joanne and I, we spent a good deal of time this week texting back and forth and talking about it and trying to understand the answer to this question. We searched the scriptures together and we tapped into the theologians together. And so here's the answer that I have come up with to your question, which I'm glad you asked. Does prayer change God's mind? No. At this time, I'd like to ask Pastor Johnson to come forward and let's collect the offering. <laughs> no, they're not going to let me get off that easy. <laughs> All right. So a better question, I'm thinking, might be to ask, does prayer change things? We've all seen the bumper sticker that says prayer changes things. I've got a refrigerator magnet. I've given out prayer cards. I've seen the meme on Facebook. Prayer changes things. And so I'm wondering that, you know, to that statement, I give a, a, a resounding yes and an amen. And a, in fact, God does through prayer change things. Prayer changes a lot of things. And so what I want to do this morning is I want to spend a little bit of time exploring why I believe that prayer does not change God's mind. And then I want to talk about why prayer changes things and how prayer changes things. And maybe we'll even touch on what kinds of things prayer changes. And so that's a roadmap for where we're going this morning. I want to tell you a little story. When I was growing up, I always envisioned myself with a large family. I, from the time I was about seven years old, planned that I was having five kids. Five kids. I don't know where that number came from. I just knew that I was going to have lots of little kids running around. Now, Carl and I, we were so blessed with three children. When our third child, Melissa, was born, Carl and I, going for the five, tried for 13 years to have another child. 13 years. Literally every single day, sometimes several times a day, for 13 years, I prayed and I asked God to give us more children. And at first it started out as a daily prayer. Dear God, please bless us with more children. But month after month, 
And year after year, when there was no baby, it became more of a begging and a pleading prayer to God. God, I'm a good mom. And I have room in my heart and I have room in my home. Why? Why won't you give us another? Please, Lord, please give us another child. And when it didn't happen, I began to sink deeper and deeper into doubt that God heard my prayers, all million of them, or that God even cared what I wanted. And I started to think, why even bother praying? God's going to do what God wants anyway. And if my prayers are not going to serve to change God's mind about this, well, then there will be no happiness for me. Why didn't my thousands upon thousands of prayers change God's mind? Well, had I known it at the time, Numbers 23, 19 might have been a good hint for me. And it says this, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. It says it right in the Bible. But the verse that really hits home for me is this. It's Malachi 3, 6. And it says, for I... The Lord God do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. Our God is unchanging. That's his very nature. And since God doesn't change, he therefore doesn't change his mind. When you and I change our mind, which I do just about on a daily basis, it's because we realize that the first thing we thought was wrong. We thought A, but then we realized that B is better. But since God is not human, his mind doesn't work like that. God doesn't need to change his mind like we do because his plan, his will, it isn't faulty in the first place. God's plan is always perfect. His mind, his thoughts, always perfect. See, our God is omniscient. It means he knows all of it. He's all-knowing. God knows the past, he knows the present, and he knows the future. God knows what you and I will do, he knows what we will say, and he knows what we will pray. And God has a will for this world and for each one of us. And he has given us his word his promise for us, that his will, his plan for us is perfect and it is good. And to be honest, I have come to learn that God knows better what's good for me than I know for myself. And I know that's true for you as well. Can I tell you how many times throughout my life I have prayed for something that I thought I really wanted, something I thought would be the best thing for me, only to realize later that if God had given me that thing I was praying for, I would have probably been a mess. I'm so grateful that God doesn't change his mind, but that his will for me is always perfect and good. For instance, I might have been financially swallowed up if God had given me all those babies that I thought I was supposed to have. Those things are expensive. Okay? And I might have run out of patience. There was a period of my life where I had three teenagers all at the same time. Three. One was a girl, the author of every gray hair on this head. 
But let's listen to that verse again. For I, the Lord God, do not change. Therefore, you, O child of Jacob, are not consumed. Thank you, God, for not letting me be consumed with more than you knew I could handle. Now, I surely wouldn't have wound up in ministry if I had been given a baby when I was begging and begging God for one. Because the thing that set me off in ministry in the first place was my first mission trip with the youth right here at Mount Hope Church, which I would not have attended if there were a baby in the house. And so instead of the child, the one child that I prayed for, God trusted me with a hundred wonderful youth that I will never forget. And God caused me to flourish in finding his will for my life not my own. And so to this day, to this day, I'm thankful that God does not change his mind. Even when we bug him a million times for something, God knows better. His will for us is always perfect and always good. But that doesn't for a minute mean that God doesn't hear or care about or answer our prayers. The fact that prayer doesn't change God's mind doesn't mean that prayer doesn't change things. It doesn't mean that prayer in the life of a Christian is an immensely important and useful tool in our lives and for God's kingdom. So if prayer doesn't change God's mind, what does it do? What does prayer do for us? The first thing prayer does is that it gives you and me a part in carrying out God's will. It gives us a part. It gives us a job to do and a hand in the kingdom of God. I have a brother that was far apart from the Lord, and that knowledge just ate at me. And so I desperately wanted him to be drawn to God and to know salvation through Jesus. And I started praying every single day that God would somehow reach out to him. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. 20 years. And it's a prayer I never stopped praying because I know that it is not God's will for anyone to perish without knowing him. God allowed me the awesome responsibility of having a part through my prayers in the salvation of another human being that I happen to love very much. And God's will was brought about the day my brother accepted the Lord Jesus as his Savior and was baptized. And God let me have a part in that. What an awesome and beautiful privilege and responsibility that God has entrusted to you and me for prayer. There's a story in the book of Exodus where God gave Moses the responsibility and the privilege to pray for the people of God to help bring about what was God's will for them. And so I ask you, who in your life is God calling you to pray for? What situation is God placing on your heart for prayer? Because you too are entrusted with the wonderful responsibility of helping to bring about the will of God through your prayers. 
James 5.16 says this, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. God trusts you and me to pray for his will. May we never let him down. The next thing prayer does is it draws us closer to God. You know, there are so many activities throughout our day, so many things in which we engage that draw our attention away from God. But God has given us this gift of prayer that brings him right close. In fact, there have been times that I have gone to the Lord in prayer that I have literally felt the presence of God there with me. Psalm 145, 18 says this, The Lord is near to all who call upon him in truth. How beautiful is that? When you spend time with God in prayer, God spends time with you. He draws near to you. Prayer reminds us of God's nature. When God hears and answers our prayers, we are reminded that he is eminent, which means he is active in our lives. We learn that God loves us through our prayers. We learn that God wants the best for us. Through prayer, we come to understand the omnipotence of God, his power. Nothing is impossible for our God. When we pray, we learn that our God is the God of all comfort because he comforts us in our prayers when we need it. We are reminded of God's holiness and of his omnipresence. He's close to us. Oh, how I love prayer. Prayer unites us. You and I, we have the privilege of coming together as the body of Christ and with other believers to hold our prayers before our God. When we all pray together, we share in one God-given purpose, the purpose of interceding in this world on behalf of the God who loves it so much. It is an honor and it is a privilege to join with you in prayer before our holy God. Prayer changes my heart to line up with God's will. When you and I pray, God listens to us. And he works in us so that we can delight in the Lord as he gives us the desires of our hearts. You know, too often we go to prayer, we go to God in prayer, hoping to change God's will. And when we do that, a kind of exchange takes place because God begins to change our will so that our will will line up with his Soren Kierkegaard said it like this. He said, the function of prayer is not to influence God, but rather to, to change the nature of the one who prays. God promised the Israelites, I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Our prayers help to align our hearts with God's heart so that God's will becomes our highest goal and our deepest desire. Jesus himself prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. And never was there a more a fervent or a more powerful time of prayer than that one. 
at the end of which the Son of God lined up his heart with the will of God to carry out the plan of God, which gave you and me life at the cost of his own. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And that leads me to the most important thing that can happen as a result of prayer. Prayer helps to change our destiny. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says this, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. God's word reminds you and me that because of our sin, we are separated from God. And as such, we are destined to be apart from God for all of eternity. But God's word also reminds us that through Jesus Christ, we are restored to righteousness. That our sins are forgiven and that we are, because of Christ, able to enter into relationship with God for all of eternity. Through Christ, our our eternal destiny is changed. And we receive that salvation when we confess our belief in him and place our trust in him through the most important prayer we can ever pray. It's the prayer of confession and acceptance of Christ that invites him to change your destiny. So no... I don't believe that prayer changes God's mind, but prayer is powerful to bring about change nonetheless. Prayer changes our circumstances. It reminds us of the attributes of God. It draws us closer to God and closer to one another. Prayer gives us purpose within the kingdom of God, and it changes our hearts to line up with the will of God. And then it helps to change our destiny. Thank you. God for the beautiful, wonderful gift of prayer. May we never forsake to use it, and may we spend our days witnessing its power for our lives. I'm going to ask Pastor Johnson and Pastor Joanne please to come forward as we share in the reading of the Wesleyan Covenant. I am no longer my own, but thine. Put me to what thou wilt. Rank me with whom thou wilt. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be employed by thee or laid aside for thee, exalted for thee or brought low for thee. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to thy pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thou art mine, and I am thine, so be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. Thank you very much.